At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to Learn English Vocabulary. My name's Jack and I'm making this podcast for you to learn or revise English vocabulary. You can find a transcript of this podcast on learnenglishvocabulary.co.uk. There's a page for this podcast with the transcript, an activity and a task for you to do in the comments section. Today, I have something a bit different to do. You see, I have two sons, Nick and Alfie, and Alfie has been listening to my podcasts on his Alexa. He always asks me questions about these podcasts and wants to know how many people have listened. And so I asked him if he wanted to help make a podcast, and he jumped at the chance. So today's podcast is Alfie's vocabulary lesson. He's selected 10 words. I think he thought them up on the spot, but that's what you do when you're six. I'm going to go ahead and play them to you and do my best to talk about them in a way that I hope you'll find useful. I understand that this is a bit indulgent. There you go, indulgent. That's a nice advanced adjective. Indulgent is formed from the verb to indulge, which means to give someone something that they enjoy, even when it might not be good for them. So if your children plead with you to watch TV when they, when they should go out and play or do something active outside, if you let them watch TV, you are indulging them. If you're normally quite sensible about your diet, you might occasionally indulge yourself with a slice of cake or piece of chocolate. The adjective indulgent describes an act of indulgence, an act that indulges others, or a person that indulges. And 
I am being indulgent in making this podcast around the words and wishes of my son. In fact, I will enjoy hearing him delight at his own voice in the podcast, so this episode is self-indulgent. So, I want to introduce you to Alfie, who, as I've said, has listened to me making these podcasts, so when you hear him in a few seconds, you may be able to hear a little of my intonation and style in his delivery. Word number one is tense. I chose tense that because we have a lot of tense times in life. There we go. Alfie's first word is tense. Because we have a lot of tense times in life. I'm not sure that he really does have a lot of tense times. Tense is a a B2 adjective that describes a feeling that means nervous and unable to relax. You can use the word to describe a person. Alfie was tense because he had to go to the dentist. Or an event or action that makes you feel that way. The football match was very tense, especially towards the end of the match. We often use the word tense with situation. It was a tense situation, meaning the place and events at a specific time. So a meeting might become a tense situation if you say the wrong thing. Let's hear word number two. Word number two is friend. That's because we all need friends. Or we're going to be all alone. I think that you probably know the word friend. Someone you like a lot who's not part of your family. You can be friends with a family member. But normally when we use the word friend, we mean someone who's not part of your family. There are lots of informal words for friend. For example, mate, which is common in England and is quite a masculine way of saying friends. He's a good mate, is what men in England might say. In Scotland, you'd be more likely to hear people say pal. I think that's similar. I think men are happy to admit to having pals. Buddy is a strange word. It's another informal word for friend but I think it's an American import and feels a bit odd to me. Chum is another word for friend, but it is uh, a bit old-fashioned and sounds a bit posh or stuffy. Alfie's right, though. We do all need friends. Let's hear word number three. Word number three is... Family. Now, because if we don't have a family, we wouldn't be here. Okay, you might notice that Alfie used a slightly strange and technically incorrect conditional form. For this sort of speculation, your teacher will tell you to use a second conditional, which takes the form if plus a past clause, then a would clause. Also, he keeps saying that because, and he should be saying that's because. In fact, he could just be saying because, but... He is only six and is still learning. Let's hear word number four. Word number four is foe. 
that because I don't think many of you know what foe means. What does foe mean? Foe means enemy. Oh, they do now. <laughs> At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. I'm not sure why Alfie chose this word. I think he was on a run with words beginning with F. Alfie is right. Foe means enemy. I think the word is quite formal. In, in fact, the Cambridge Online Dictionary describes it as a literary word, so more likely to be found in books than in speech. The examples in the dictionary are of written style language. The second is, they were bitter foes for many years. This is quite a strong collocation. Bitter foes and bitter enemies are colourful phrases. Bitter is normally used to describe tastes, like the taste of grapefruit or tonic water. It can mean unpleasant and sharp, and can be used to describe feelings as well. If you are bitter about something, you have painful and angry feelings towards something. Bitter foes are filled with anger and resentment towards each other. Let's hear word number five. Word number five is, is positive. That's because I chose positive because if we didn't have positive, we'd all be like, and humph and all of that kind of grim stuff. Okay, you can hear that he's taken my that's because correction on board. Alfie chose the word positive because if we didn't have positive, the noun form is actually positivity, we'd all be like yeah and humph and all that kind of grim stuff. Nyeh is not a word. I think you probably know what he means, but it's not an item of vocabulary you should be writing in your notebook. Humph is an exclamation or strong expression of small anger. It's very common. It's a, a bit stronger than a tut. Is tutting universal? 
I checked and my wife thinks so. I think humphing is probably universal too. Alfie also said positivity saves us from grim stuff. Grim means worrying and hopeless. However, we use it to describe places that are a bit dark and gloomy and depressing. And also the weather when the clouds are dark and it looks like there might be a storm. Let's hear word number six. Word number six is happy. That's because we need to be happy or we're just going to be all alone. Alfie is a very social boy. He has always had his brother around and I work from home so he's always had people and he doesn't like being on his own. But he's also learning that you have to be happy and positive if you want to have friends and people who will love you. Word number seven. Literacy. Literacy. I chose literacy that because that's because literacy is writing. I like writing. It's work. Okay, in schools in the UK, when you're six, you learn literacy and numeracy. So the word literacy for Alfie means the school activities to do with writing. In general, literacy means the ability to read and write. So you sometimes hear about the literacy rate of a country, meaning the percentage of people who can read and write. You'll also hear the word in the phrase digital literacy, which means the ability to use computers and modern digital communications and information tools, like Google and search engines and social media and podcasts. Let's hear word number eight. Word number eight is complicated. I chose this word because the word complicated is, well, complicated. Complicated is an adjective that means difficult to understand because there are lots of different things to think about, lots of different parts. So, lots of things are complicated. Computers are complicated. Engines in cars are complicated. English grammar is complicated. It's not as complicated as Polish grammar or German grammar. And I'm sure lots of other languages have much more complicated grammar than English. But there are still bits that are quite complicated. Verb patterns are complicated. And adjective order. I can never remember the order of the adjective classes. It's a very complicated rule. I just have to try it out with weird examples. A fast red Italian sports car. The adjective complex is similar. Complex describes something with lots of parts. It might not be complicated. It might be easy enough to understand. But a complex task will take a long time to do because of all the parts or stages. Let's hear word number nine. Word number nine is music. That's because music is normally what makes me feel 
harmony and calm and perfect. Alfie loves music. He's always been interested in music. He loves dancing and playing music and singing and he listens to music all the time on his Alexa when he's not listening to this podcast. He says that music makes him feel harmony. This is not a normal expression. Normally, harmony describes the beauty that you experience when two notes are played together. It's the beauty of combined music. So music normally has a a bass line and chords and a melody. And when these sounds work together, that's harmony. We do sometimes use the adjective harmonious in a figurative way to say that people are working together nicely. And I think that's sort of what Alfie is trying to say. He says it makes him feel calm and perfect. Music can make me feel that way as well, when you're listening to the right music at the right time. Let's hear Alfie's tenth choice. And my last one is together. That was, we need us to be together, to join together in life. Well, it'll be hard for everything to go like you want it to go. This is a, a nice last choice. Together is an adverb that means with each other. You can be together or join together or work together or even stick together, which means to remain friends or partners when things are difficult. Alfie is six. He's nearly seven. He's at a very philosophical age, as some of his childhood fantasies are being challenged, and he's trying to work out what's important in life. And he's already worked out that whatever he figures out, it will be happier with friends and if he has people to do things together with. I hope you have enjoyed Alfie's words, and you'll forgive my indulgence of my lovely boy. I will try to publish another podcast soon based on one of the songs that you have suggested. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Bye. La 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 la. <laughs> At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.